Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Monday, April 12th. Today on the show, Eddie George takes a coaching job in the city of Nashville. A huge baseball series in the SEC is looming large. And Nashville SC radio commentator Wes Bowling will join us later to explain what all these missed preseason matches will do to Nashville SC's chances. But we begin with the Preds weekend and the NHL trade deadline. The 440 is brought to you every single morning for free by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned, award-winning, custom home and remodeling firm. My family uses the Kingston Group, so why wouldn't you use the Kingston Group? Is there anything else you need to know? Now, I am not telling you to go out and spend a boatload of money on a brand new house or a giant remodel or a, a totally new kitchen or a brand new garage or whatever. But when you do, make sure you check out the Kingston Group. Because a decision like that should make you money and make you happy. And the Kingston Group wants to make sure that takes place. Go to the website, buildkg.com. Check out their work, buildkg.com. The Kingston Group. The NHL trade deadline is today, Monday, April 12th. And after a tough weekend of hockey, the Nashville Predators have some big decisions to make. The Preds lost 3-0 on Saturday to Tampa and battled Sunday in a super playoff type 3-2 shootout win against the Dallas Stars. Every game they play against Dallas is a shootout win. It's their fourth such victory over the Stars this year. With the split, the Preds have now won 12 out of 15 and are still clearly in the driver's seat for the final playoff spot in the Central Division. And the weekend's results don't really change the math for Nashville. Those big decisions actually seem like pretty easy ones. All of the big chips need to be kept. If for no other reason, then they might actually have as much value during the summer offseason. Matthias Ekholm, Ryan Ellis, Victor Arvidsson, Philip Forsberg, Pekka Rinne, and oh, by the way, they all help you try to win a playoff series. But I want to see all the other pieces that don't have any value this summer moved. Mikhail Granlin, Eric Halla, Nick Cousins, and anyone else with an expiring contract should be moved on Monday for future assets. Not one of those pieces will decide the playoff fate of this team. So get what you can while you can. It's hard to see any of those names being re-signed this summer. There's a lot of good in this situation for the Preds. They are good enough to get into the postseason. They are good enough to have a solid foundation with which to continue to build next year. They have a few pieces that could net them something in return without costing themselves any upside this season, all the while allowing young, talented players to gain extremely meaningful ice time in critical situations. The schedule is getting much harder, with Tampa on Tuesday and a road trip to Carolina for a pair this weekend looming very large. But Monday shouldn't really be a hard day to understand for Preds fans. Move on the contracts that are expiring, keep the rest of the team intact, and deal with the summer decisions when the summer comes. In some very cool, very interesting, and also maybe very puzzling news, Eddie George is going to become the head coach at TSU. Yes, that Eddie George. It is a fascinating hire. Jackson State hired Deion Sanders last year in a very similar move. Like primetime, George is a larger-than-life persona, not only because of their elite on-field ability and accomplishments, but also extremely high-profile post-playing careers. Sanders on TV and George, well, sort of doing everything from real estate development to sports media to Broadway shows. I assume the calculus is roughly the same in this situation. Tennessee State is going to get a ton of media attention for making a move like this, and recruiting shouldn't be all that difficult considering the game tape you can show recruits, and maybe even more importantly, their parents. 
Playing the vast majority of his NFL career in the same city might also help George, too. And while Sanders played at Florida State, he has no real tie to the southern Mississippi market where Jackson State is located. George has deep ties to the city of Nashville, and ideally this will help him in some way. But the questions about George have to be the same as for Sanders. You have absolutely zero coaching experience, have never called or designed schemes or plays, and have never managed a game or game week. You know, the vast majority of a head coaching job. It is a calculated risk by Tennessee State Athletic Director Mickey Allen, who was hired just last spring and is making his first major decision. Win or lose, for better or for worse, TSU football now commands our attention, and obviously, that was the driving force behind this decision. We shall see if it works out. The number one ranked Vanderbilt Commodores baseball team lost its first series of the season, losing two out of three to Georgia at Hawkins Field over the weekend. Tennessee, surging into a potential top five ranking this week, won its sixth consecutive series by beating Florida over the weekend. In the process, it has made the upcoming weekend series in Knoxville between Vanderbilt and Tennessee all that much more interesting. Let's be very clear, Vanderbilt is the heavy favorite and the better team, and let's be honest, likely to exact some revenge for how they played this weekend after two embarrassing losses to the Bulldogs. But after this weekend, Tennessee is technically the hotter team and is now in first place in the SEC East. It was already the highest profile, biggest matchup series between the two in-state rivals maybe ever. But after the results of the last few days, this series has gotten even more interesting. Nashville SC's second ever season opener against hated Cincinnati FC is just a week away. Yeah, I know that snuck up on us pretty quickly, partly because basically the entire preseason has been canceled. Four of the six preseason matches didn't happen. Three due to health issues and this past weekend's tune-up against Birmingham because of a, no, and I'm not kidding about this, a flat tire on the Beham team bus, aka transportation issues. So let's turn to Wes Bowling, radio commentator for Nashville SC and host of the Club and Country podcast out every Tuesday on the 440 Sports Network to explain exactly what has been going on with Nashville SC and what the lack of a preseason means for the club as they embark on their second season of action. Well, first I have to remark on the irony that a club that was accused falsely of parking the bus last season would have a friendly canceled because their opponent couldn't get their bus unparked. Yes, on a serious note, it is concerning that this club only played two of six preseason contests, particularly because none of those came against MLS competition. You would have wanted to see the attack especially get time to build some chemistry and flow. Daniel Rios and Yonder Cadiz, the forwards who could be odds-on favorites to start that first match, didn't get any preseason action. That's not ideal. And the opening opponent, Cincinnati, played five and a half friendlies of their seven schedule. They've played considerably more than Nashville. And there are some mitigating factors that make you feel a little bit better about the situation. First of all, the majority of the roster returns from last year, including, I would say, every player who's projected to be in that starting 11. So preseason minutes weren't so much about building chemistry as they were about getting match fit. We spoke with Gary Smith last week, and he said he's pleased generally with the workload the staff was able to still impose on those players. There are still five substitutions available in MLS this year, so you can be a little more liberal with your rotation in the 50th, 60th, 70th minute in those early matches if you have to. And then finally, this club has been in this situation before. They traveled to Orlando for the MLS's back tournament, only to have all three matches canceled due to a COVID-19 outbreak. They still came back, went to Texas, and won their first match. They're used to this situation, and when I talked with Gary last week, he reminded me of the resiliency that that situation in particular built with his club, so they'll be able to draw on those reserves. So, concerning, yes. Is it a death knell for these opening matches? No, I think certainly not. 
It's really actually hard to believe that the second MLS season is set to begin in Nashville coming up this weekend. And it's going to be fascinating to see what it is like to watch a team begin a season without any of the preseason preparation that you normally would get. Uh, again, four out of six games getting canceled. So special appreciation there for Wes Bowling, radio commentator for Nashville SC, for giving us a few minutes of his time. Make sure you listen to him and Tim Sullivan on the Club and Country podcast right here on the 440 Sports Network out every single Tuesday for all you Nashville SC fans. Thank you guys all for listening. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports, at 440 Media on Instagram. Of course, the 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, the wonderful friends and folks over at the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning custom home and remodeling firm. When you are ready to do a major remodel or build a custom home, make sure you get the right people for the job. Check out the Kingston Group's work their process. It's all about alignment. It's all about your vision. It's all about making it happen on budget, on plan, and on time. Check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.